Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. Good day and welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top Stories. Humanist Association has confidently expressed that Parliament will discard the LGBTQ plus bill due to minority outfront. 240 journalists said to benefit from MCEP. At least 20 people killed in Burkina Faso militants attack. There's some more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Welcome back from the break. Your first story. The Humanist Association in Ghana has expressed confidence that the LGBTQI plus bill currently in Ghana's parliament will be thrown away since it is an upfront on the minority group in the country. In an interview, the spokesperson for the Humanist Association of Ghana, Justice Okai Aloti, observed that the first public hearing on the bill in parliament has been enlightening because it exposes the motion attached to the bill as misleading. According to him, anyone who watched the proceeding will have noticed that the debate has separated the substance from the noise. He continued by saying that we have believed in the parliamentarians of Ghana. We know parliament is a house of facts and records. So with the mountain of fact being shared, they will not listen to it and do not do a different thing. That will be disappointing to us. So we will try and give them a benefit of doubt for them to interrogate the facts that will be out and we want the total withdrawal of the bill, he stated. To our next story, a man believed to be in his late 40s has been killed and jumped at the Kaswa Obom lorry station in the Awutu Sena East Municipality of the Central Region. Information gathered that the Central Regional Correspondent indicates that the deceased was assaulted at Kaswa High Tension, 100 meters from the station, and jumped at the station. Kamel Mohammed, who is in charge of the Boom Lorry Station, in an interview revealed that the deceased was found Saturday evening with several wounds on him. The lifeless body was wrapped in a black quarantine bag and put in a fridge box. The body of the deceased has been deposited at Kaswa Hospital Mortuary while police investigation commences. To our local stories, the Assembly Member of Asawasi Electoral Area, Honorable Gideon Okunu, has organized two months intensive free classes for over 300 basic education certificate examination BEC candidates within his electoral area. The program, in collaboration with the Black Stars Wing of Franca Champion, to help improve the performance of the final year BEC students in the Asawasi electoral area. The two-month program, which commenced on October and has been grouped into 12 centers and ends on November 12th. Speaking to the media in an interview, the Assembly Member of Asawasi Electoral Area, Honorable Gideon Okunu, charged the candidates to concentrate on the task at hand and be serious with all the papers to be written. He advised the pupils to focus on envision for the future, adding that it was through education that they will become the future leaders of the country. Honorable Gideon Okunu encouraged them to be bold and do away with fears and pass, avoid all forms of examination malpractices and strive to do right things while writing the exams, he added. 
She was very happy about the turnout of the students and thanked the black girl winger, Franco Thompson, who sponsored the classes to make it in successfully. Speaking in an interview, this is what the assembly member of Asawasi electoral area, Honorable Gideon Okunu, has to say. First of all, Mamma Kwasi Kedama Pake Champon, Black Star player, Nada Roma, and the classes say a bye. Ninian say, for the past five years, no, Michel, as long as Kitchen Wah, Michel Bia, Modembo, BC Bia, Michel, and all from you. As a member of the community, education, the other Makumasi, it's a committee for limited members. However, some of the candidates thank the assembly member for his support given to them. They promised him that they will do all their best to pass their exams to further to the highest level. Speaking to the media, this is what some of the candidates also had to say.
Doing local stories, the municipal education director of Asen Kofi, Mrs. Nessi Okuya Lisa, has encouraged pregnant and nursing mothers amongst the BECE candidates not to hold back their dreams and becoming permanent citizens to serve their communities due to their current pregnancy situation. Speaking to the media about education directorate preparedness towards the upcoming BECE, Mrs. Ekialesa indicated one of the major problems the directorate encountered was absenteeism among the pregnant and nursing girls, hence pleading with them to return to school to restore their lost hope. Pregnant girls, any nursing mothers, me gina kunya iswa atom kwasi bibia was a distant quadi or nano wana or mammy say because any dachin. Pregnant girls midi and my but a be to be school. Ah me and me ni a kuhu woman or mo at a chin comma. Na ma mamma hope say bibian say ye. Eh I say na na yem pese ye befua pregnancy meso and ye a dear say suku ni kwa kwanyam. But yes, why I say, I never ye dear, or say ye boom, no more to me better. And to me, Jinako, Yasuna, Mamma, who saw Mombrambetre, because any darkness. One is going to stop them from writing. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Giving statistics of the number of candidates writing this year's BECE in the municipality, she said the total number hangs on 1,894 candidates from both public and private schools. Out of the 1,894, boys are 930 and 964 are girls from 71 schools with 31 private schools and 40 public schools. Girl child education is much encouraging in the area. She advised the candidates to desist from examination of practices and focus much on what they have learned in the school. Now, I think central preparation here, and I say, I call pro, I call smooth me in so I say, they are ready. I declare so far, so fine. Problems in Kitty Kitty Fa absenteeism. Candidates now, or more, I register you or more, and my school, no, a qua pro, a cosofano. We have a total number of 1,894 candidates, both public and private. A boom. A private school to me now, my register, 31 schools. To send a public school to me, 30. Ikaboma Benya 71. Now, out of the total number, the boys are 930. And the girls are 964. And Granadi, I said, I'm going to be in the same time. Ghana Talks Radio. I'm going to be in the classroom. I'm going to be in the classroom. I'm going to be in the classroom. To our next local story, 250 selected journalists are set to benefit from the Media Capacity Enhancement Program, MCEP, annually paid for by the Ministry of Information. The Ministry of Information, which announces at the launch of the program in Accra on Sunday, 14th November 2021, says the program is expected to provide continuous in-service training for media personnel drawn from across the country in order to improve their skills for the industry. Deputy Information Minister Fatima Abubakar, who led a press briefing to launch the program, said the program is in line with one of the key strategic objectives of the ministry, which is to assist in the development of the information sector, for which reasons a successful implementation of the program is expected to transform Ghana's media landscape. Mr. Boni also indicated that the program could not come at a better time than this. He encouraged journalists to take the advantage of it and gain the requisite skills in journalism and media practices. You are still listening to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio, away from the local stories and business stories.
And Trump Organization has reportedly launched a deal to sell its prized Washington Hotel at $375 million under the planned sale. The Trump International will be renamed the Waldorf Astoria and managed by the Hilton Group, according to reports. Last month, a U.S. congressional probe found that the hotel lost more than $70 million during Donald Trump's presidency. The former president's company opened the hotel to the public in September 2016. The Trump Organization, which bought a 60-year lease on the building, has been looking for buyers for the 253-room hotel since 2019. The deal with the Miami-based investment firm CGI Networks Group is expected to be finalized in the first quarter of next year, sources told the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg. Our next business story, the head of Department Marine and Fishery University of Ghana, Professor S.K. Onuno, lamented that climate change in Ghana has affected canals and eating habits today due to some activities by Ghanaian citizens. He said this when climate change workshop organized at the Tumeric Hotel East Legion to find means and solutions to address this challenge. He said, today fisher folks activity has been a great challenge due to environmental degradation and toxic pollution. He said, fisheries activities in Ghana contribute a huge impact into the economy of Ghana. He expressed that bad climate activities in Ghana draw challenges to the fishery economy. Further, he further lamented that air pollution activities must be stopped in order to yield more fish to support our diet. Aye, management plan in your manioma, send on be disu, never enforce them run on your day. Mankoff with Jai in Drew Bonnie and in your Bonnie and Moody in Namuno, and no necessary, I say, Obia a training. Na ye maybe ye a nominal or crime papa so I bema a nominal to me accident to dam a yin yin. Professor FK Nunu, your head of department, Marine and Fishery Science, University of Ghana. Nana Efa Opinamanda said Kwawu Obemo chief has encouraged young people in the eastern region to consider choosing careers of cocoa farming sector by engaging cocoa farming skill training, coaching to assist the various challenges of unemployment through agribusiness. Nana Efa Opinamanda said made a statement when he chaired the gathering of Green Tropics Cocoa Datepa launch at Nkoko in the eastern region. He also used the opportunity to appeal to parents and all the traditional leaders to encourage young people to go into cocoa farming sector.
atise yeni se yeni na yenko na yeko kwa juma pa koko kwa makaye ni pa simono ababe bwa kromansiha iti edikoko nechre se obi biara enkoji si nibi nyefantu yenko nyaho na mijidi se yedo a ebe bwaye omo ka se omo uh, farmers out small household farmers in per 2500 on petrol over the for 5000 in the next 3 years ah omo mo bia seedlings 450 it be fiscal bomo ya nya over 2 billion seedlings sir e won pata buhani dia na ye mentenia enche rodue e be pija na oko omo fika chitet Afi ekremu over two billion dollars. Niye kwa besi ya bokra ya. Adentina ya mbwa ya hu. Ya kase gana beyond it. Ya yesu ya jume ya. Ya besi ni atrasa inja. Ya kwa bobo mbisi ya ho. Obwa nka kamba. Omwa ya tu mwa wamu yi. Adana Talks Radio. Omwa ya. Adena sasi ya tina ho. Iti. Ita niye bae. Nanum. Yet, yet, no more for say. I say, no, for father, pay a full fool. For four farmers, the bureaucracy will see a sick man, a sick man, if it is a beba, and she, young poor monsieur, young poor woman, young woman, Jimmy Jean, a fish at home, baby, now, Yahoo Sakaya woman, it's a moon, you Mungkongko register nkambumu na afise sese ni abumu wababu Ano, next month ayye kufu farmers day Kufu ufuo susu ya yi wachefwa bi uumi Sedye makano, nsasiye didaho Ayyensi minfanyi jumejiye biano Yen kwenjiya kufu Yesi Meanwhile he therefore used the opportunity to send a strong warning to cocoa farmers within his community to reclaim their farmlands if any cocoa farmer caught off illegally selling their cocoa farmlands to illegal mining operatives. Nana expressed concerns over the major effects the activities of the Galante operatives has caused most cocoa farmlands as challenging. <laughs> Strong business stories. The Green Tropics Group partnership with Coco. Chocola, a UK-based chocolate manufacturer, 
very colorable and it local co buying limited in Yankofa has launched cocoa at the far in Yankofa to support and make an impact to ordinary farmers and their families in the eastern region and Ashanti regions in Ghana and especially in the cocoa farming districts of Nkoko and Jaso. Mr. Stephen Ofe Amachi, the national president of Green Tropics Ghana, GTG, who is one of the founding members of the Green Tropics International Group in charge of Ghana, explained Green Tropics offers training and supervises the planning, implementing farmer support initiatives, including nursery, farming training, and extension support services to young farmers to empower and provide high-quality resources to cocoa farming communities. He stated that the founded partnership aim in empowering 2,000 plus but planning to extend to 5,000 cocoa farmers in Ghana by providing cocoa seedling, machete, and many more. <laughs> Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. 
still on the Cocoa Initiative program. Nesta Fredson Pong, who is the country sustainability manager of Inyonkopa Cocoa Vine Limited stressed the belief in supporting environmentally sustainable agricultural practice and developing farmers to enable and power sustainable livelihoods, leading to improved social economic outcomes. According to Nesta Fredson Pong, they support, empowers, and provides high-quality resources to cocoa farming communities, which aim the promotion of management and conservation of their natural resources to enable improved socioeconomic outcomes. He said, Inyankopa believes in supporting and developing farmers to a good standard of living for themselves and their families. <laughs>
It carried out an attack in Nigeria that killed soldiers on Saturday. Four soldiers, including an army general, died in the ambush attack in Bornu State. It reported the army unit was on its way to reinforce troops engaged in a serious battle with insurgents. The Islamicans have waged a devastating insurgency in the country's northeast for more than a decade. Still in Nigeria, but away from the Islamic militants, a student at the University of Eroi in the Nigeria has been detained by the police after accusation to beat up a female lecturer. Police say the student had gone to see the supervisor over his final year project work when a disagreement ensued. He allegedly attacked the lecturer who sustained a head injury and went into a coma. The lecturer is being treated at an undisclosed hospital while the student is being held in police custody. Some entertainment stories. A nine-year-old boy placed in an induced coma after trial search at the Astroworld Festival in Houston, Texas, has died, a family lawyer says. Israel Blount has been on life support in hospital due to severe brain and organ trauma since the show on 6th of November. He is the youngest of 10 concept goers who have been killed after panic broke out during Rafa Travis Sports headline performance. Hundreds of others were hurt when the crowds began to press towards the stage. Attorney representing more than 200 people claiming they were injured in the crash told reporters that they were filing another 90 lawsuits against the promoters of the event. On Sunday, the lawyer for the family of Ezra Blount confirmed the boy's death. This is where I draw the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. You can get more news updates on the website, www.ghanatalksradio.com. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the sports update. Have a pleasant afternoon. Oh, it's lovely. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer, tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! You two, the sports tidbits right here on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. So today, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is set to miss Sweden's. World Cup qualifying first leg because he has been suspended. Also, Norwich City has confirmed Ian Smith as new head coach. Steven Gerrard is insisting uh, on his undivided loyalties as Aston Villa set to face Liverpool. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back after the break. Join us on GTR for global tidbits on soccer, tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. You're welcome back from the break. So we'll be starting off with the various matches over the weekend. And CR7 fires blank as his sides are in playoff after Mitrovic last gap go as well as Bruno strikes earlier. And it turned out Portugal 1, Serbia 2. So Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal will have to qualify for the 2022 World Cup via the playoffs after they lost their do-or-die qualifier to Serbia two goals to one in the late dramatic fashion. So they have to be up for the next game. If not, it will be very disastrous for them. So Spain won, Sweden nil. Yes, it turns out like that. So 
Morata's late goal secures World Cup qualification for the host. And Spain officially, you know, saw their sports at the Qatar World Cup uh, in 2022 after a tight one-goal to nail victory against the B-rival Sweden at the Estadio de la Catedral and Seville on Sunday evening. So it turns out like that. Armenia won, Germany four. Germans are good with goals, you know what I'm saying? So Germany midfield, I'm talking of Gondugan scored twice. India four goals to one World Cup qualifying victory over Armenia on Sunday to finish 12th Group J with their seventh straight win under coach Flick. Yes, yeah, so that's how it turns out for them. And uh, over the weekend World Cup qualifier, I'm talking of Ghana and South Africa is having, you know, a very intense reaction on social media everywhere because they are saying that they want a replay because they don't believe what happened uh, during the match was fair. That's what the South African coach Hugo is saying. So it turns out Ghana won, South Africa no. We, 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 we did what they did to us some uh, weeks ago, and they are saying that they're not going to understand. We hope that nothing will happen because I'm getting scared for Ghana. So away from Crystal Palace, Loni, I'm talking of Colonel Galenha has been called up to the England senior squad for the first time. So the 21-year-old midfielder has been rewarded by England manager Gareth Southgate after scoring four goals and adding two assists for place this, uh, you know, season. So it has been good for Galenha's call-up comes as Southgate deals with, you know, several absences. Jordan Henderson and Jack Grealish are forced to return to Liverpool and Manchester City, respectively, for further assessment on injuries. While Raheem Sterling will miss the match against uh, San Marino on Monday due to a personal matter. Mason Mount and Luke Shaw also, who misses Friday's five goals to nil win over Albania, will no longer join up with the squad as well. So Galenha on loan from Chelsea will now make his senior international debut in the World Cup qualifiers against San Marino. Manchester United fans have voiced their discontent with their owners for some time. And, you know, with their most recent disapproval taking place on Saturday, November 13th, in a protest outside Old Trafford. So in a week uh, leading up to the protest, fans took to social media to try to generate interest around the protest and again a lot of turnout at the club's stadium. Unfortunately for the organizers, only some 30 fans attended. So some protesters wore yellow and green scarf as well as Colors of Newton Health Club founded in the 1978, which then became Manchester United in 1902. So the colors have since been seen as symbols of anti-Glazer sentiment. They are not excited about that. But going into the game, Portugal knew that if they avoided defeat, then they would qualify. However, despite taking the lead through Renato Sanchez, a goal from the Santaris also pulled Serbia level before substitute Alexander Mitrovic was the winner in the dying um, you know, moments. I'm really surprised because I never thought that like Serbian will thrash Portugal like that. But it is what it is. It's a game each and every time, each and every day, new shocking revelation do appear. So Cristiano Ronaldo made his feelings pretty clear to Fernando Santos by appearing to shout at the Portugal balls after their de damaging, very damaging, you know, defeat by Serbia in Lisbon. So Portugal will have to qualify for the next year's World Cup in Qatar via playoff after stop hitch, you know, from Mitrovic that secured them the two goals to one victory 
47 at the Estadio uh, Del Rosso. Uh, I think he, he brought a frustration for me, the Manchester United. I think this season has been quite on and off for um, Cristiano Ronaldo, but we hope that they'll be able to play well in the playoff and get their position. So it all appears to be going swimming for the host when Renato Sanchez opened the scoring inside two minutes. But I asked Sadio San, Sadio's equalizer to first minute before before Ham Strata match the winning moment. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic will miss the first leg of Sweden's World Cup qualifying playoffs in March through suspension after brutally flooring Spain defender Cesar uh, oh, Apeligueta. Why, why would he do that? I don't think he, he was uh, capable of doing that. So he really floored with his shoulder charge in his one goal to nil defeat in Seville. But Alvaro Morata uh, came off the bench for the host of the next in 86th minute winner at the 10th La Catudra and ensure the La Roja's automatic qualification for next year's World Cup in Qatar. Zlatan is reminding me of, you know, Suarez, Luis Suarez, who's the only player who has been biting people on the pitch, as well as Song from Cameroon. They are always bullying people, but I don't think Ibrahimovic will do that. No, of course not. So Sweden boss Jane Anderson will have been hoping for similar impact from Ibrahimovic when sending him on the nil-nil that, you know, his counterpart, Luis Enrique, saw from Morata. But the 40-year-old failed to make any uh, sort of impact on the scoreline after being introduced in the 73rd minute, but certainly left his mark on veteran fullback um, Aspilugueta with just a couple of minutes remaining. So he came 73rd minutes to do that. Oh, that's so bad. But as a corner was swung in from the left, AC Milan forward took no prisoners when he showed a smash into the back of the 32 year old Chelsea captain. So uh, Aspilugueta immediately hit the floor in stamping and after you know running around the Sweden striker to follow suit, although not in quite the same agony at all. But yes, Neymar can do that. He can just push him and he also fall. So away from that, Bernardo Silva has issued a groveling apology to his country after Portugal threw away one goal lead to lose two to one to Serbia and drop into the World Cup qualifying playoff. But Cristiano Ronaldo and Co needed just a point to reach next winter's final in Qatar and got off to the perfect start through Renato Sanchez's second uh, minute goal. But through San Sadis level chances, winner takes all qualifiers to create nerves in Lisbon. So we hope they'll be able to do with that. So today San Marino and England will be playing at 7.45 p.m. And Northern Ireland and Italy will also be playing at 7.45 p.m. that same time. So don't miss it and keep watching and see who will be the best among these teams. So Xavi believes that Mohamed Salah is a key to his Campanua rebuild in Barcelona are reportedly set to launch a serious effort to wrestle the Egyptian away from Liverpool. Let's see if they'll be able to do that. But Salah is in his form of his life and so far has replicated his incredible 2017-2018 season with the run of 15 goals in 15 games, stroking proof that he's the best on the planet right now. I hope that he'll be able to pick the ball on 2021. So Bruno Fernandes has been... A revelation into the Premier League since joining Manchester United. But as Portugal was stunned by Serbia, you know, on Sunday night, his lack of influence in the national team was sorely felt. The Salakao needed only a point to obtain qualification for next year's FIFA World Cup, but they were not able to do that. But it is what it is. So Steven Gerrard has insisted that 
he has no divided loyalties when he takes his new Aston Villa team to face former club Liverpool next month. Yes, in his first in-depth interview since being appointed as Dean Smith's successor, the Reds in England legend outlined his excitement at taking the job and revealed his sides will be targeting three points from their trip to Marseille's side. So that's what uh, Steven Gerrard is saying. So the testing clash will be in his fifth at the helm at Villa Park and Gerard has been quick to reveal to supporters and his players that his focus is firmly on achieving success at the expense of his old team. So let's see what happens to that particular class. But Harvey Elliott has been pictured running outside again as his injury rehabilitation continues to progress in a much-needed boost for Liverpool. Yes, the Reds are in the midst of a midfield injury crisis and Elliott too. You know, was the one of the first sidelined dislocating and fracturing his ankle against Leeds back in September. But he has been impressing, you know, for Jordan Clark's side at the start of the campaign, but has been out of action since that nasty challenge by Pascal Sirib. So that's it for uh for him. So Manchester United are close to finalizing the details of a new fan share scheme pledged by their owners. Yes, in the wake of this year's European Super League ESL protest. But, you know, it has been that the club and the Manchester United supporters trust uh, must uh, to have an advanced day to talk about the initiative. But under the plans, you know, which remain subject to change, the New York Stock Exchange listed company would issue an initial 20 of shares to be owned by the supporters. So these shares will be structured as a new class of equity carrying the same voting rights as the B-share class owned by members of the Glazer family. Yes, that's how it's going. So one sources said that the initial branch issued under the scheme could be in the region of $10 million. Yes, although the numbers are yet to be finalized on that. So uh, the intention will, will be then be an issue for that, you know, when potentially larger fund sales of shares in subsequent years, depending on demand from United fans. And this season has not been great for them. So we, we wouldn't know what we can afford them. But Sir Alex Ferguson is in the news today, and he remains undisputedly the most successful manager in Premier League era. But it might have been very different, uh, you know, if he persuaded to leave Manchester United. So Ferguson's Red Devil had a heated rivalry with Newcastle United uh, for much of the 1990s, but the legendary squad considering making sensational splits to St. James Park. Yes, so let's see what happens there. Arsenal legend Freddie Lundberg is emerging as a serious contender for the vacant manager job at FC Tokyo. So it is understood that that Swedish ex-Ghana boss Asen Wenger, who has close links to Japanese football following his time managing Nagoya Campus Ace in the mid-1990s, has recommended his former player to the club. So the 44-year-old senior coaching positions within Arsenal's academy before becoming interim first-team boss following the sacking of Unai Emery in 2019. So he has also coached the German club Wolfsburg, where he was an assistant for six months under Andreas Jokic before the Dutchman's sacking. 
So let's see the final, you know, verdict on that one. So, you know, Manchester United are struggling so far this season under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's, you know, um, coaching. And with star forward like Cristiano Ronaldo having reportedly noticed various negative changes at the team compared to his first spell at Old Trafford. Well, the Portugal international joined United back in 20, uh, 2003 from Sporting uh, City and won three Premier League titles, an FA Cup, two Carabao Cups, and FA Community Shield, one Champions League trophy, and the Club World Cup before moving to Real Madrid in 2009. And he said he's back, but we don't see any uh, exceptional thing with that. But Luis Van Gaal may have fractured his hip but the Holland manager is determined to be on the sideline on Tuesday night as they look to secure World Cup qualification. So the 70-year-old has hurt himself after falling off his bicycle while cycling back to the team motor after training on Sunday night. As a result, the ex-Manchester United boss who underwent a hip replacement on the other leg in 2012 is now using wheelchair to get around following the incident. <coughs> That's not that bad, you know to still get well. But if you just join us, you're listening to the Sports Bit on Ghana Talks Radio. So still on soccer, and Norwich City have confirmed Ian Smith as a class new head coach on a two-and-a-half-year deal. Yeah, so the former Aston Villa boys succeeds Daniel Perk, who was sacked with the Canaries bottom of the Premier League five points ahead of City. A lot of coaches have been sacked this season. Like, I'm surprised. So, Greg Shakespeare, who worked with Smith at Villa Park, will join him as his assistant at Carroll Road. And he said that it's been a very whirlwind seven days, you know, who he he's saying that, you know, after he was dismissed by Villa on 7th November. But he said, I'm really pleased to be back and working for Norwich City in the Premier League. So he said he's excited to be back. He hopes that he also see exciting performances in terms of coaching there as well. So some tennis story. And Roger Federer is unlikely to play in next year's Australia Open as he recovers from injury. However, his coach, yes, Ivan Ribasic says that the 20-time Grand Slam champion is still determined to return to tournament action at some point. So you might never know, you'd be surprised that he'll be back and not, you know, resting for injury. So Swiss Federer has not played since losing in the Wimbledon quarterfinals in July and having more knee surgery. So this is what um, Lubisic said. I think the Australian Open is not a real possibility right now, but I think there are very few chances. He is still recovering, and knowing him, he wants to be sure he can play to win the tournament and be at 100%. Of course, he has always been at 100%, and that's one great thing that fans admire from him. So when he decides to stop, he will retire, but I don't think it's going to happen all of a sudden. Of course, he can't just retire like that. So some rugby stories in England. Maro Itoje has been nominated for Men's Player of the Year, while compatriots Poppy Tell and Zoe Adcock uh, are for a Women's Award. Yes, Women's Award. Amazing. They definitely win that. So England women's coach Simone Middleton uh, is shortlisted in the Coach of the Year category in the World Rugby Awards. Wales wing Louise Reese Zamis at England for half. I'm talking of Michael Smith, uh, up for Breakthrough Player of the Year. England's Abido has also been nominated for Women's Try of the Year for her efforts against France in 
April. So that stands for Gary Pope. That was really to win the award that day as well. So second row, Itoji won his 50th England cap in Saturday's win over Australia, as well as versatile forward Cyril, 29, and Art Croft, 24, have also helped England's women team stretch their winning streak to 17 tests. Amazing, 17 tests. So the awards last took, you know, place in 2019 as the 2020 ceremony was cancelled because of the COVID pandemic, but definitely it's coming up again, and it's going to be exciting. So some cricket story, and 21 people hit the ball around, and in the end, Australia won. So never mind the fact that, you know, they have lost their previous 5T20 series and 15 out of 21 matches. Yes, 21 matches. So when it mattered most, they were left with their hands on yet another trophy. So in winning the T20 World Cup, Australia's men took the one piece of limited overs silverware that was missing from their collection. So that's it for that. And away from international stories, we got some African Canadian story. And the South African Football Association, SAFA, has made uh, clear its intention to file an official complaint with World Football Governing Body. I'm talking of FIFA as well as Continental hmm, counterpart CAF for a replay of the one goes to know defeat to Ghana in Cape Coast yesterday. These people want to, they want us to be, you know, in a humiliating point. Why will you call for like a replay? So according to the chief executive officer of SAFA, Shabogo Matulonte, there were many infractions in the game on the part of the match officials. That's exactly what he said. He said, I think from my heart is to say that the match officials have decided the game which is not what is supposed to happen. That's what he said to a South African journalist prior to the team's departure today, Monday. They can't have a replay. The last time we met with them, you know, our coach got sacked. And we put in all our, our efforts, our strength, our performances in together to get this one Malam goal. They can't call for a replay. Of course not. I was trying to get to Aziko, but definitely I'm going to get him so that we talk about that. So the game was won by Blaster Kreti of a penalty by Captain Andre the Evergreen. Are you, you know, sending the 2010 World Cup quarterfinals into the playoffs? But the match was handled by Senegalese Indiaye uh, Maguete, who was assisted by compatriot Samba Ihaji Malik. That was the assistant in the camera, uh, Diablo assistant. Um, Two, I'm talking of assistant referee. So he said that Safa will officially address journalists in South Africa on Wednesday after we will have done and ticked all our boxes and submit, of course, a full complaint which is supported by all the evidence which was there to say that game either it was manipulated or the referee had done something wrong before the game. I hope they don't they don't accept this one. No, they don't have to accept it. So today, it's exactly two years ago that former Black Star coach, I'm talking of James Kesiapia, urged Ghanaians to give him time to prove his worth with the senior national team. I'm talking of the Black Star. So coach Kesiapia made his call after the Black Star's abysmal performance, which saw them exit the 2019 African Cup of Nations in Egypt at the knockout stage. But the coach was under intense pressure as Milovan is right now. And it can't happen for South Africa to get a replay. Like, for what reason? 
So the court was under intense pressure from Guineans and some football stakeholders to resign from his position as black star coach. So this was exactly what he said. He said, I personally think that I always do the best that I can. I may not be the best, but I think when given the chance, I will always make sure I prove myself. That's what he said. Sometimes the media interpret, but they never listen to. They just, you know, they suck him in. It all boils down to that. And definitely, Coach Milovan is going to experience the same thing now. I'm just, I'm, I'm just praying that this shouldn't happen. I don't want it to happen. We really trying, but it's not working to get to Asiko. But we definitely bring him tomorrow to talk about this matter. It can happen like that. No. Before we go, let's give some transfer rumors. And Tottenham and Manchester City have been told they can sign Florentina and Serbian striker Dusan Vrahovic in January. But only if they pay 70 million euros. Netherlands midfielder Darren, um, yes, Donny van de Beek also has decided to leave Manchester United in January. Wolves are eyeing a deal for van de Beek as well. So, you know, for Manchester City to Wolves, it wouldn't be bad. So, Manchester United, I'm talking of hope. The Zinedine Zidane's close relationship with Cristiano, the CR7 Ronaldo, and Rafael Verani could, you know, persuade him to join the club as manager. Yes. Indirectly, they are sacking Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. They should just let this man breathe. He would die, oh. So, Sevilla centre-back Joe Squande is a target for Manchester United at the Old Trafford Club. You know, they could uh, pay uh, France International 80 million euros release clause to beat Chelsea to his signing. Barcelona also are planning uh, moves for three Chelsea players. Morocco midfielder Hakim Ziyech, England winger Kalum Hudson-Odoi, and United States uh, midfield. I'm talking of Christian Pulisic as well. Borussia Dortmund are also interested in Chelsea's Ziyech and have been in touch with the players' camp as well to be able to get him on their team. Manchester United will allow England goalkeeper Dean Henderson to leave on 18-month loan deal. Juventus and France midfielder Adrian Rabiot is of interest to Newcastle United as well. Chelsea are monitoring Napoli and EP striker Lorenzo Insengdi as well. Real Madrid will battle with Chelsea for Monaco and France midfielder Arian Chobani. That's what is happening. The Tottenham has also you know, turned down the chance to sign Real Madrid and Belgium winger Eden Hazard and instead they want Gareth Bale in exchange for that. So Gareth Bell's contract with the Spanish side runs out next summer. So maybe they'll be able to get him. So France striker, I'm talking of Kylian Mbappe, says he is happy at Paris Saint-Germain, but hinted he could leave amid links to Real Madrid. You can't make, no, he shouldn't leave. So Wolves want to make South Korean forward one Hinchian's loan deal with RB Leipzig permanent amid interest in him from Liverpool and Manchester City. Napoli, yes, they want to agree a permanent deal with Fohamis, but I'm talking of Andre Frank Zambo, Iguesta, the Cameroon international, joined the Italian club 
in the summer. Uh, so we hope, you know, you know, the teams get signed to the favorite uh, teams and the teams also get the favorite players they want to sign to help them, like Manchester United. Maybe they need more players to help them when Olegana Tokyo comes back from, you know, Damien's <laughs> vacation. Thank you so much for joining me on the Sports Head Bets today on Ghana Talks Radio. Stay tuned for the 20K countdown. Today is going to be dance force and reggae. Yeah. 
Otherwise, we go every day. 
Yes, you're welcome to the Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. You know that we had, you know, games and party bash over the weekend, and it was super massive. If it didn't turn off, you missed a lot. You get what I'm saying? You know, there were games, Ludo, tennis. I enjoy myself with a lot of games. You can you can imagine what will be turning up there. Artists, the song you're listening at the background is Kotomiki. They turn up, Kone Sakura, you know, and Bodam, a lot of artists, Chuki. The fans were loving the performances, you know. I'm not going to tell you straight up what happened over the weekend just like that, you know. I'm going to keep you in anticipation. I'm going to tell you a story today. Another tomorrow throughout to the week, but it was massive. DJ Cham was alive there. DJ Kobe Rich was doing the magic. They were fusing their skills and techniques in DJ. You get what I'm saying? And music interludes was superb. But I just want to give you a little glimpse of the performances by the artists that turn up at the Saturday's game, Ghana Talks Radio Game and Party Bash. I'll be back. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Talks Radio, number one. Oh my goodness, I wish you know I can unveil everything to you today, but I'm not gonna do that. You have to get it in anticipation. That was going to a very magnificent performance. You can never imagine how the crowd, you know, the fans were reacting to that great performance. There was also question and answers. How come I saw some goodies too? You know, it was spectacular, but. Since you were not able to turn up, if you couldn't turn up, I want you to feel some music of the artists that turn up during the weekend events.
New Nigerian music star, I'm talking of Daniel Benson, popularly known as Buju, has finally revealed why he did not sign a new deal with Burner Boy's label Spaceship. Yes, Buju was signed to Spaceship Collective in 2020 and released Leno Remix with Burner Boy. However, the contract ended in 2021 and Buju did not renew it. So speaking, he said that he didn't renew his contract with Burner Boy because he wanted to do things differently on his own. Yes, that's how it turned up. Every single artist, you know, bring coming out or bringing his or her, you know, her ideas and skills and music out, they get assigned to, you know, entertainment, you know, groups and later on they, they split from that because they want to do things on their own. That's what Buju is saying. So Nigerian singer Tenny, yes, I wanna be a billionaire, that girl, yes. She has put a wide smile on the face of Inola Bodmas as the actress gets set to mark her 20th year as an entertainer on stage. And you know what Tenny did to the actress? You will love what she did. So the movie star took to her Instagram page with a screenshot of the receipt of the money Tenny gave her as a contribution towards her party. Oh my goodness. So the billionaire Karina sent Inola 2 million naira and the actress expresses her sincere you know, appreciation for that. Tini is an amazing woman. So away from that, Halle Berry has crowned Cardi B. Yes, Cardi B as the queen of hip-hop. Yes, yeah, so the legendary actor who is working with Cardi B on the soundtrack of her new film, Booze, praised the Bronx rapper over the weekend. So while hosting a premiere for the new film over the weekend, Berry remarked that I reached out to Cardi B because... She is a queen of K-pop. Of course, she is up and up and up. So let's go to let's go and hear what uh, Halle Berry said about Cardi B. So that's what Haley Berry is saying, the Cardi B. That's a queen of hip-hop because she is up and up and up. Of course, she is a rising queen of hip-hop. Indeed, I, I love his rap, her laugh. So now we are waiting on, you know, Cardi B music to turn up, you know. Yes, of course, she is up because she is the queen of hip-hop. Away from Cardi B, Ed Sheeran, and boy band BTS. Yes, well, the big winners are the MTV AMAs. Our stars join together to support LGBT rights in Budapest. Yes, that's what happened over the weekend. So Sharon, who opened the ceremony on Sunday, won Best Artist and Best Songs for Bad Habits. Oh, my goodness.
He is amazing. So, you know, BTS also picked up four awards, including Best Pop and Best Group. Of course, they are the best groups in the universe. So, why don't we feel the man sharing a BTS song in unison? I'll be back after that. I'm happy for them. Congratulations going out to them. We can play this song till next year. Oh my god, that was a battle from BTS. So, you know, this Korean pop superstar, I'm talking about BTS, March last year's how to win the most award for the second year running and also securing the best K pop and biggest fan category. Of course, biggest fans because. The fans are crazy for BTS. Oh my goodness. I'm super, super excited about this, you know, wins at the EMAs. Oh my goodness. BTS, they are supreme. I love them so much. So, Adele, just much anticipated interview with Oprah Winfrey happened over just the weekend. So, Adele said she was embarrassed by her divorce in an exclusive and, you know, wide ranging interview with Oprah. But I don't want to talk about that right now. Right now, Oprah asked something about, you know, her song, Hello. And she describes how it came to be. So let's listen to that later. We will, we will talk about the divorce and all that. Hello. 
Yeah, that's what Adele says. She was trying to find herself with hello. And this particular song, oh my goodness, it has reached out to a lot of billions of people who embrace this song during this time to help them build, you know, anxiety, depression, and all that. It is one of the amazing songs in the world, and it's really great to be, you know, a creation from Adele. So still on Adele on the Oprah Winfrey interview, she talked about, how embarrassed she was about her divorce and also she felt like she was disrespected at the idea of marriage when she separated from her husband Simon Konecki in 2018. She added that terrifying anxiety attacks you know after the divorce prompted her to adapt an exercise regime that led to her losing you know a lot of weight and she talked about fans people talking about her losing weight a lot so let's listen to that. Ghana Talks Radio.
course, that's why she was saying that we should go easy on her because the things she has been through is not something joke-ish. And really, really happy that she has been able to overcome all this. And today, you know, she's free and happy with Angela. So the U.S. Primetime Special matches first TV interview about her new album. It also saw the staff perform with a selection of new songs and classic gifts at the Scenic Griffith observatory in los angeles in the shadow of the nollywood crimes attended by stars like lizzo james gordon melissa mccarthy and the twilight concert was the first time adele's young song i'm talking of the angelo had seen her perform live she said it is as the absolute honor of my life to be able to have you here tonight oh my goodness i'm so tough so this one adele is what was she that used for her? No artist can compare to her. Her voice, her choice of words, her voice. Oh my goodness. She needs to be celebrated indeed. I'm so happy about that. I was on my jail. Travis Scott had the event last week, but issues with the event is still booming out. And a nine year old boy placed in an induced coma after. A crowd surge at the Astro World Festival in Houston, Texas, has died. Yes, a family lawyer said today Ezra Blount has been on life support in a hospital due to a severe brain and organ trauma since the show on 5th of November. But he is the youngest of 10 concert goers to have killed, you know, to be killed after the panic uh, broke during the rapper. Travis Scott's headline performance, the Astral Festival. So, hundreds of others also were hurt when the crowd began to press towards the stage. A ten representing more than 200 people, you know, claiming that they were injured in the crash, told reporters that they were filing another 90 lawsuits against the promoter of the event. 90 lawsuits. How are they going to find that? So sad. This is so bad for Travis Scott. We hope that he'll be able to face that. But on Sunday, the lawyer of the family of Ezra Blount concerned the boys with death. It's really sad that, you know, young boy, you know. The family said Ezra's death is absolutely heartbreaking. Civil rights attorneys and troops, yes, that's what he said. They should have seen the outcome of taking their son to a concert. Of course, they, they never wanted that to happen, you know. They just wanted to have fun and Ezra's father, Kirsten Blount, said he was not ready to lose his boy and he would go, you know, he still got a bunch of living to do with him and sadly, the boy has left them. It's really sad. We hope that they will be able to be strong and the boy, you know, his soft hands and Kenya West too. Our final story of the day is uh, Britney Spears. Yes, finally, officially, completely, yes. Her finances and personal life have been controlled by her father and other, you know, for the past 13 years under the form of legal guardianship called the conservatorship. But it was up to 2008 after the U.S. pop star known for his kiss like Eve, I did it again and tasked to face with public mental health crisis. And, you know, finally, finally, she has been released. Yes, from the conservatorship. And she is finally you can imagine she said that she felt like you know 
she's living life again and she's free i'm so happy for her the fans were you know superbly massively crazily happy for britney spears so on that beautiful note i end the entertainment hub on ghana talks radio thank you so much for joining me today yes i was still in the studio with dj kobe rich yes on ghana talks radio my name is sandra asanta i'll see you tomorrow enjoy your evening